0: to connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon podcast, another edition of our fateful and beautiful podcast.
1: A new edition.
0: A brand new edition. Um, And an announcement to make Um, from here on out. uh, We've had some restructuring at the podcast. And from here on out, I am going to be the host. And (laughs) Natasha has agreed to be the co-host. And uh, she just couldn't you couldn't deal with the I guess the duties of day to day hosting.
1: That's not true, Moshe.
0: What? We just talked about this.
1: No, we talked about how you're going to try to talk less because people (laughs) want to hear more from the woman, especially in these times post me, too.
0: I think people want to hear more from you. I don't know if it's like any woman will do.
1: I'm kind of sick of men's voices.
0: No well, offense. You shouldn't have done a podcast with one.
1: Well, it was easy and then COVID
0: happened. And honestly, this is a bad episode for you. Why? Because we have a couple on and they're both men. So it's going to be three men.
1: Yeah, but they're going to be a little more on the femme scale than you.
0: Oh, stop it. You <laughs> don't know. That's that. I, I think that might be an offensive thing to say.
1: Well, okay. Let's see how many times I get mansplained to today.
0: Well, let there we go, and maybe but you know be- what?
1: Here's here- one thing I will say. Yes, I do love having a man around because yes. a man like you, anyway, you just picked up a dead rat from the yard, and I really appreciate <laughs> that because that, that is, is true. something I have zero tol- tolerance for. You could say ten thousand dollars, I'll give you to go pick up that rat. I don't know that I could physically do it for
0: ten grand. I you don't do it?
1: know. I, I would just start scream like my body won't physically like like what did you do did you put your hand in a garbage can and then touch it with your hands
0: (laughs) are you getting nervous i hate rats
1: so much i
0: mean nobody likes a rat but no what i did is i i got back in touch with nature it's very simple i walked out i saw it i got down on all fours i grabbed its tail with my teeth i gnashed it back and forth a bit and i tossed it using only my head power into the into the garbage can no i have a whole system I have a, a a grabber that I used to grab trash and other dirty oh, things. Oh,
1: did you look at it?
0: Yeah, I looked at it. It had, had a rough end, I'll tell you that. And
1: why was it dehydrated?
0: I think it had been eaten by an owl. It had a big old puncture wound in so, its abdomen. Uh, and I think an owl had grabbed it, sucked its little guts out, and then dropped it in our yard.
1: One day... Th- this has happened twice now. A dropped rat in the yard. And a
0: crow. We found. Remember we found a crow on its back?
1: Okay, I don't care about the crow. But I think one day... If I, do you think it's good luck if I'm sitting in our yard and a rat gets dropped on my head? Great
0: luck, yeah. <laughs>
1: well, there's an owl next door.
0: I'll tell you what's really good luck is if you get uh, hantavirus from that carcass <laughs> of a rat. You know about hantavirus? No. Hantavirus is a uh, a, a rodent. Bound respiratory illness. You know about respiratory illnesses? We have uh, a minor one that's. Oh, there's of...
1: one that I really think is like. Oh, chic. Yeah. It, Which one? There's. It's a new variant of something called COVID nineteen. Kind of old school. But Unreal. Beautiful. It's this like really cool new variant. It's. It's actually kind of hard to. Um, even say what it is because it's a mixture of letters and numbers. Uh-huh. Um you're
0: kind of into it like before it caught up. Yeah, on. I'm like an early adopter. Oh, that's very cool. Actually <laughs> for you know, worrying
1: about a new variant.
0: You just made me think that if, if viruses vary, then there must be a variant that's good, right? It can't it's not like the variants only are bad. Sometimes they might be milder. You should be looking forward to a variant. No
1: variants are supposed to be milder, but the variants for um what's it called? Chovid. COVID. Yeah. They aren't apparently. Do you
0: know what they call COVID in Israel, by the way. What? COVID. <laughs> you didn't hear this? COVID nineteen.
1: You called it the nineteen the other day. I thought that was pretty good.
0: The old one nine.
1: I got the nineteen.
0: Well, our guests today are two people that have thrived through the COVID uh, crisis. They are a couple that has. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but they are. They're more than just a couple now. Um, the one of them, I would say, is a, is pr- probably certainly in the top three preeminent political comedians working today. The other is certainly the eminent uh, investigative journalist working today. Wait, so you
1: just ranked one higher than the other?
0: Okay. One person
1: you're like, oh, they're number one. The other one's like probably three. Well, I was just
0: saying like, you know, you got your John Olivers, you got your, you know, you got your, maybe your Colbert's and your- your Let's just
1: say they're both at the top of their fields.
0: Power couple, the two of them. Power couple for sure. Found each other, now found love, and maybe are going to be finding even more. We're going to find out all about that right now as we introduce our guests, John Lovett and Ronan Farrow. Hi. Hi
2: hi boy. Hi. how's
0: it going How are you good nice to see you
2: nice to see you too uh
0: ronan we've not met john and i we have a storied past
1: i really like your hair long
0: ronan
3: thank you it's a whole situation it's a hit
1: and Moshe, that doesn't mean that i like your hair long anymore can
0: i, can I get a judgment on it you can't see it should i unfurl it no honey you don't Okay, guys, show them. Okay. Can, I just would love it. you're like, far
2: away. Well, yeah you guys are I can move. Distant.
0: No, listen, I can come up close. But, like, Ronan, you, you. inspect
2: your hair closely. You've got, like, a Legolas. I say that at the beginning of every interview.
0: You have a bit of a Legolas thing going on, and it's, uh, I would say it's very I'm handsome. I, and I, I'm but I'm
3: striving for Legolas. And... It's my type. I,
0: I don't have that. Yeah, John, <laughs> you, you are my type in that we are big Jews, and, like, I don't <laughs> yep. know if you, but I don't know. What, you, what do you. Whoa. Wow. What, what I was that. not expecting
3: that. Look uh, but, at that. What a twist. Yeah, it's, Less,
1: Sometimes um, he does a double ponytail, like one up
2: here and then one in the back.
0: <laughs> it's it's certainly less Legolas and more R. Crumb, I guess.
2: <laughs> Sometimes I make Ronan wear the ears.
0: Do you do you indeed? No, no. You should. Uh,
3: I, I'd be open to it.
0: It would w- sort of in the
3: in the name of good relationship maintenance, which is the theme, right? So,
0: Um will you guys tell us? Congratulations, you're engaged. I was there when you announced it to your listening public, John. Will you oh, tell? Oh, really. Will you t- I was on your show.
2: Well, I know I just don't remember doing it.
0: I yeah. blocked it
1: out. Honey, you're forgetful. <laughs> what do you want? Well,
0: um, what what t- will you tell us the tale of your engagement because it's so sp- incredibly you guys in such a particular way. What well, how how did it go?
3: Well, uh should do you I I'm curious to hear if this is accurate. <laughs>
2: so <laughs> So uh Ronan asked me to uh read a copy of uh, a draft of, of, of his book, uh, Catch and Kill. And uh, it was in a busy moment and so I said, okay, but I'm gonna I'm gonna read all of it but but for a moment I'm just going to uh, um, uh, search for my name in the book for like one second. <laughs> and he said, don't do that. There's something in there. <laughs> and I was, okay, okay, okay. Um, and anyway, so I I didn't really see what it was, but I got a sense that there was something in there. but he did in a draft of the book, uh, look, the book is uh, the book d- does talk about our relationship. Bit more than I was totally comfortable with, to be honest. There was some real debating. There, there about-
3: were many fights uh, over how much the ups and downs of the relationship would be included in the book.
0: Wait, so you're simultaneously having him do like, uh, like notes and edits for you, but also <laughs> you're like putting all of his dirty laundry out there in the thing he's helping you with?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it was. It was. I didn't know we were on the record. Also, uh, it was. It was. It was like. Can you just. I look. Obviously, we fought. Uh, Can you just approve me including that? Any joke pitches would also be welcome, or or notes. So it was sort of mostly. It was like an approval slash pitch. Also,
3: I'm a journalist, so I will not take your notes. You wouldn't
0: take. And also, you're an investigative journalist, so it's like John. You knew what you were getting into when you guys got together. Like you were never going to not have everything immediately published.
3: For first piece of relationship advice: Never date an investigative journalist. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so I, I guess what I my view of it was:
2: Hey, if you just include the the good parts. We seem great, and I didn't understand. Like, just like, what if the story of our relationship it was is that it was going really well, and that continued, and then we
3: got engaged, right? Because I said my pitch to him was, we should, you know, the the book is going to be very honest and vulnerable in a whole bunch of ways, and one of those ways will be there will be this wonderful arc of I was difficult during some hard times, and the relationship, you know, went through some struggles, and then it comes back. And he said. Or, here's another bitch. I don't
2: need a fucking arc. I don't want to be in an arc. No arc. It's just great all the
3: way through.
1: I will tell you guys that, wait, i would just tell you really quick. One of the reasons why I married Moshe is because when we first started dating, I was like, oh, do you mind if I say that on stage? And he was like, oh, just so you know, you can always say anything. I do not <laughs> care. And I was like, yes. And he meant it. <laughs>
0: I kind of like being like comedy cooked a little bit. Like there's something hot about being humiliated from the stage. You
3: know, I will say people love your role in the book. People come up to me and they're like, forget the rest of this stuff. Tell us like about Jonathan. <laughs> favorite
2: part. A little I mean, bit of a. There's like a. There's like a, it's like a. It's a very serious book, and then there's like like a shitty version of Seinfeld that wanders in
3: every like 30 or 40 pages. That is an accurate description of our relationship. Yes.
0: I mean, listen, to be fair, if you only put the good parts of Harvey Weinstein in, it probably would have read like a really nice story, too. What a producer. <laughs> <laughs> this guy made movies. Stuff, as it
3: turns
1: okay, out. I have to see how this ends.
0: Oh, yeah. So, okay, so there you are. You're 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 not looking, but you're looking.
2: And he in the in the book he said something like at the end of this uh, very hard period. I realized I'm. I've even trouble being this earnest in for even a moment. I, at the end of this very uh, hard period, I realized that I wanted to uh, be with you know, the Jew forever. And <laughs> Is that was that
3: the
0: actual nomenclature that you used?
3: Just to be clear, that was not the text that I put in any dress.
2: Goy meets Jew, uh, and uh, I wrote in the. I I wrote. A, I accepted in the in my. In, in my in suggest- Microsoft Word,
3: track changes. Track changes.
2: <laughs> so embarrassing. There was actually a
3: fact checker in the draft and like a copy editor and stuff by that point. And, and he hadn't read because it, I was being annoying and asking him to give notes. So there was this period where it was like, I had, you know, uh, and then I left a question in the draft, you know. Marry me, basically something like that. And there there was sort of highlights from the fact checker and the copy editor saying like, is this TK gonna stay in here or? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it felt editorial, right? It, it felt literally editorial about your life.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was so. That was a weird thing I did. <laughs> that is
1: so romantic. I would I would love that. Like I I would never want something public. Like that would be so embarrassing to me. But that sort of private, unique, um, I don't know. I think proposal. I described it on
0: your podcast, John, as the, the most bookish uh love story of all time. <laughs> yes. Literally truly in a book.
2: It was very uh,
3: sweet. It he, was very he's sweet. He's sending off the edges a little because he did, in fact, go through and just control F for his name and miss it <laughs> entirely. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> And I was Here's like, well, what did you think of the question? He's like, question? What question? You, I've got some notes on these, these other parts. Do you have to put this in?
0: <laughs> I mean, you could have just uh, posted a, t- a Tumblr, because he's clearly, John, you probably also have a Google alert on your name. You could have just Absolutely. asked him on the internet at large, and you would have found that do as you well. you really
3: have a Google alert on your name? How, do you, how does your sanity survive? I'm not as famous as you. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, mine are very rare.
1: But even once every ten days, something horrifying—you know—that's enough to
2: ruin.
0: To get you yeah, off ruin the Google Alerts. Awful. Yeah.
3: No, no Google alerts for ourselves ever. Just, well, it needs, it's a firm mental health rule.
0: Yeah, I was speaking of your collective fame. I was thinking about you guys as a couple. Like both of you. I mean, John, obviously, you're in a little bit more of a buoyant world of the of human horribleness. But Ronan, you're definitely in some of the most serious topical. You know, streams of humanity you can be. Do you how do you guys find, you know, and John, you've been it's been like all horrifying all the time for the last four years. How do the two of you find respite and levity in your own like personal life when you're not a journalist and you're not a political commentator comedian? Like, what do you where do you find your lightness?
3: I mean, I think I bring too much of it home. Like, I'm just, I'm kind of on all the time. There's, like, calls at all hours. It's, it's like, a, you know, horrors could pop up at any time. I
2: think that, um, I've, I feel like we do different things for each other. And, like, I, I, for me, at the end of a day that was stressful, I like to just think about anything else. I don't need to process it. I just want to get away from the stress by forgetting it and i'll i don't i don't want to i it actually frustrates ronan he'll say how was your day and I'll say, my day was fine i don't need to talk about it how was your day and I think
0: ronan, <laughs> I, a, cl- a <laughs> classic example of somebody who had a fine day i don't want to talk about it at all it's been really good
2: <laughs> well i just it's um and but <laughs> but ronan will want to talk through things and i actually like that like i i like not thinking about the things that were bugging me in what I was working on by thinking through his like working, like talking through what he's been dealing with. And also just like, I, you know, I follow politics. We all see politics. Like Ronan has fascinating conversations. Like, hey, I got this tip about this thing that happened between, you know, on this, like, and not, and look, I know that, and not just ugly, ugly things, but truly like, interesting drama behind the scenes all over the place he gets interesting stories i really like hearing about that and like talking through it and and so i i think we end up decompressing sometimes by kind of thinking through the crazy shit going on for Ronan and that's like good for both of us and then after that we play
3: video games till three in the morning. That was the nicest way of saying that I take up a ton of space and (laughs) I'm very annoying.
1: I do feel like Moshe wishes that I could play video games
3: with him because
1: it's definitely something that is his escape.
3: Yeah. Could you not come around to video games? No. Hell
1: no. Philosophically, <laughs> no. I see you're not aesthetically. aware. Aesthetically,
0: I see you're not familiar with the works of Nat- the collected works of Natasha Leggero. He- no, this is. <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll walk into his office and he has the Oculus on with his underwear and he's just like sweating. And the- yesterday, we would t-
3: love the Oculus. I w- it's my work. It's we my we gym. haven't gone to the underwear Oculus place yet. That's, <laughs> that's confident. I, I mean,
1: that. Moshe went straight there. The second he got it, he was in his underwear, just like in you know, just. And you, do you talk to people on it? Because no. I heard you yesterday and I'm like, yes, honey. Yes, yes. And then I walk in and you're just in your underwear. Don't hear what's I happening. I might
0: have been talking myself up to fighting the next uh, oh my opponent God. in Creed that I needed to take down. I mean, that was. Um, ha, <laughs> have ha, no, you I done used, Beat Saber? Have you done Beat Saber it's on it's that? It's the best. It's, it's, it's so fun.
1: I tried it. That was pretty cool.
2: <laughs> it is fun. But wait, here's a question I have. Is there something about Beat Saber that creates an
0: uncontrollable impulse to need to show somebody else in your life what you're doing? Uh, no, because I live with her. I'll only be <laughs> shamed. I, there's nothing positive that can come from it. I should call when you guys. When he started
3: playing Beat Saber, he, we were would watch YouTube videos of experts playing Beat Saber because we're very cool people. <laughs> I got into and, it. I, will, I
0: am about to get into it based on this conversation. <laughs> right. Well, conversation. And, and
3: he said, you know, oh, this is so ridiculous. They're all doing these like lightsaber flourishes with their controllers, you know, and then five minutes later, he's doing I, exactly that. It was the
2: saddest looking thing you've ever seen. It's <laughs> very <laughs> it the saddest
3: looking thing. It is. I can confirm
0: that. I What ask, oh, I wanted to also ask you, we were to, about what we were just talking about, about being on all the time. Ronan, are you, does the, does the seriousness I guess I never talk to people whose lives are serious because I'm only all, always talking to comedians although you're very funny Does the seriousness weigh on you or do you compartmentalize emotionally are you able to just be like I'm I'm in the world or does do you get disturbed by the things that you are by nature having I mean, to discover both of
3: you. I'm going to be such a downer in this conversation. I, I totally am ineffective at uh, compartmentalizing and it it definitely seeps out and is sort of like ugly and traumatic sometimes. But John is right that a lot of my reporting is not, you know, that particular depth of, of horror and trauma. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just sort of like interesting secrets.
0: No, you've become the preeminent investigative <laughs> journalist of our time. I mean, that how does that sit on your how do you like that, Legolas? Hey.
3: Thank you. Uh, that's that's very that's a lot to live up to. Um, you know, I, I'll just I, I try, I keep trying, and it's it is kind of an around the clock job, and I'm not good enough at setting boundaries. That I would so say, he has to put up with it a lot. I think what people
2: don't, what I didn't understand about it, I think I remember there was and uh, there was some um, when Ronan was competing. There's been moments when Ronan has been competing with other journalists for stories. And especially before he became known for being an investigative journalist, we'd hear, you know, tell of a reporter telling uh, some source, you would say like, uh, uh, oh, I don't know why you would talk to him. Right. There'd be some like little bit of, uh, 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 you know, competitive uh, um, drive. And what I've come to see is that I think Ronan, he's very good at getting people to talk to him. But one of the things he does is that he is the most relentless person I've ever seen. And, and so if he's on the phone with a source who is talking and that's and it it's 7 p.m. and that source wants to talk till midnight, he will not move. He will not wow. say this has to wait. He will continue until that source is done in the off chance that an hour four, there's an interesting tidbit that might be useful. And so like that relentlessness, I, I think one thing that's been very good for us, both of us, is that we both kind of have said, you know what? Our careers are really important to us we really care about them that and so like if you if there are things we we will have an argument that's like i can't believe you did it like you know you didn't finish you you said you were going to get dinner or whatever small things you can argue about but like i don't think we ever really argue like how could you put work first? Like, no, you, this isn't imp- like we both understand. You have to, you miss dinner. If you want to go work on that, like I respect that. This is a time when your career is like is really important, and I want you to do the best, and you want me to do the best I can do. So we will never give each other grief for for missing something to get some work done. And I think that's been good for us. Isn't he I'm- great? <laughs> he is right. great. This is yeah. the best. We yeah. a saint. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised that none of the tension between us has yet come out. <laughs> <laughs> give it time. It, There's subtext. It a we minutes. can
0: feel. It. We can feel it kind of emanating. No, but but here. how
1: beautiful that you found each other. I mean, how many people are in relationships like that where one person feels how you guys feel? You know, right. collectively, and then it's like constant. You know, people constantly feeling un. You know, uh, neglected and not heard, and their needs aren't being met. But I think that's really cool. And and, and maybe it'll grow and change in some way together in 10 years, or maybe it won't, or maybe you'll decide to have a kid, or who knows, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, a kid maybe we- would be
3: a definite curveball. Can't yeah. can't miss dinner for five-hour source calls. And I also kid. feel neglected
0: in a You can, though. You ways. just have to- Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you do feel neglected. Oh, great. Just not about the, oh, that particular sliver. I,
2: I am... I am desperately neglected and
3: we're in a. Te- <laughs> we're, not, we're not. Yeah, he is seething <laughs> at all no, times.
0: It is very funny that if you guys had a kid, to, that you raised that child with the ethic that career is really important to your parents. Like that's what's yeah, the most important thing happiness. in this family. <laughs>
2: right. When you're on your deathbed, you're going to say, I wish I spent more
3: time at the office. Yes, that's right. <laughs> do you guys ever do these and just like stumble into a relationship that is clearly on the verge of
0: collapse? <laughs> uh, that's a great question. Have we ever had, usually the guests that we'll have on, like you guys, it's like, well, we kind of know them and we know that there's good juju but sometimes our callers it's like they call with one question and then the answer is like oh and it's always natasha answering saying oh divorce divorce (laughs) divorce (laughs) break up like for sure yeah yeah
1: people are in pain but also don't you guys feel like this is just accelerated marriage and and coupled them so much the pandemic like like it's i'm moshe every day he's like do you hate me
3: (laughs) (laughs) I assume that it's accelerated breakups. I mean, I don't don't know how people live with each other It's you're you deserve some kind of a medal for putting up with me at like right back at (laughs) Uh,
2: you One of those two things was sincere. I think it's like um, uh, it's like uh, uh, You know those those like like a a black mirror where they turn the dial up on time and time goes really really fast I feel like this pandemic was like a dial twist and so I definitely know I think one thing that was hard, especially the beginning is like, I definitely know of a number of couples that broke up and rarely is it a really surprise, like, but there were couples that ended in surprise because one member of the couple looked at the period of unwinding that would normally come and said, I can't even do that. I cannot do this (laughs) for one more month. I am out before we're locked down. And then I also think there there are couples that were, they were like, you know what, um, you know, we're, uh we're 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 no longer we're no longer kind of in the early we're we're moving in it's done. absolutely we're, we're accelerating
0: yeah we, we i we just heard a, a this american life story about the 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 people in new york are the, the the elna baker was the reporter said that all these guys she was going on tinder dates with were calling her back like i really like you i really <laughs> think you're special and she's like but i went out on dates a year ago and a tenth of this many people e- ever. So it's
1: COVID plus winter. People yeah. are trying That's to
0: get their it. hookups. <laughs> yes, yeah, we got to go. People
2: need a, company. I was a normal six, but now I'm a COVID eight. That's
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes aside, I think for us, like it's it's really I I needed just company, someone at some point in this pandemic. So, wow. Yeah. That's romantic.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. That should you should have put that in the in yeah, the Hallmark notes. Card. I'm a warm body.
3: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if you've got a pulse. Hold on to that person
0: <laughs> at the end of the pandemic. I think that's right. They say the true test to your relationship is to like go to Europe together or to go on vacation together. Well, we've all been on vacation for a year now. So if you're solid, you're like I really would, solid.
1: would not call this a vacation, Moshe. That's
0: a not a good vacation.
1: <laughs> it, not only is it not a vacation, I don't think any couple in the world, unless they were like hoarders and crazy people, would ever have to stay with each other in the house. Neither of them have any other plans for a year. That's never happened.
2: It's okay. like a vacation but like someone uh has uh decided to take the Ritz Carlton hostage, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and <then> we're all <laughs>
3: it, it's Or the days. We in. also we've had a particularly extreme version of it cuz we've been very very locked down. Yeah. So like no well, well, we don't.
0: Well we leave. have two. We have yeah. two. <laughs>
3: And uh, don't say it like okay, we
2: no. haven't. I think been, I'd, okay, I'd be all like right, I you saw too. you in Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. Yeah, really? He went with Ted
3: Cruz. Yeah, wife. I went to go meet Ted. I mean, did you leak Heidi's texts?
0: <laughs> all that I was got. You all I got from that story is this is what it means to be a cruise on a text chain. Wait, we just
1: explain in case anyone doesn't know.
0: To those listening, uh, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz went to to Mexico blah 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 but the best part of the whole thing was that Heidi Cruz his wife to one of her private text chains said let's go to let's go to Cabo or whatever let's have some fun and two people not one person <laughs> two people on the text chain snitched on Stop. her and i'm just like that's why they have that old adage never be a member of the cruz family on a text chain because nobody <laughs> likes you and somebody <laughs> will talk that's where the saying comes from that's, where <laughs> that's it's from.
3: also ironically called uh, the lovelies was the is, title of the is that text. right, <laughs>
0: how, Ronan?
1: Do you have any idea? Did you have any intel? Like, how many people are on a thread like that? Like, these are probably her friends, right?
3: It it, it was enough that I bet there's a pretty firm theory of who it was. Gotta be like in the crew's household. I bet they know.
1: But but like so imagine I'm on a text thread. If one of my friends, I mean, you kind of feel a little bit of safety on a text thread, like these yeah, but too much a-
3: safety. We've all got to recurate our group text <laughs> immediately.
0: <laughs>
3: no, it, it's you
2: just got to make sure that that. If if you're on a text thread and you're the only one saying things you wouldn't want to read in the New York Times, you've got a problem. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's Everybody's so got to be sharing things that make them that they would be embarrassed to have read out loud
0: in oh, public. You're saying, John, if there's one lurker that isn't revealing their their hor- horribleness, then you gotta get out of that text thread. Yeah, that's a mole. That is yes, take them out. Take oh, them out. good good advice.
1: Interesting. John,
0: do you feel any um w- what's your feeling? post-Trump besides elation and happiness like are you what's the are you excited about what uh pod save america and uh lover to leave it will look like are you are you must curious? be so
1: relieved to not have to talk about him every is day is it relief
0: is there any kind of like damn
2: it no there's it's all relief i yeah. feel nothing but relief and i'm glad to not talk about um uh, that whole group of people for a <laughs> while i think that like i think there's a mix of of feelings uh Obviously, it's wholly good that that they're gone. Um, I I worry about complacency. I worry about politics being a bit more boring means people don't pay as much attention. I worry about the twenty twenty. I mean, it's so hard to tell people we need to worry about the twenty twenty two midterm elections when they're so <laughs> tired. It's like, right, I, right, I mean, right. and it's also right. I feel so. It, it feels like, I, like it to say to people, hey, just so you know. I know, I know this seems crazy, but uh, the 2022 elections, democracy's on the line again. And yeah. you say that, and you, but no, but think about it, right? If we don't make sure we keep our gains, even with redistricting, even with gerrymandering and all the things that will take place, uh, imagine what the electoral college certification looks like if you don't have Nancy Pelosi in the speakership. Imagine losing a one-seat Senate majority. And so right. um, I don't want to live in a democracy where every election you're not just voting between two parties but whether or not you want to have a democracy but until but until then every election the stakes are really really high so i think right now i'm i am glad that that we can we can breathe knowing that we won't wake up to a muslim ban or a trans ban or some other heinous policy we have to push And help the Biden administration be successful. And then we have to think about how we organize to tackle the underlying conditions that made Trump possible. When Trump isn't around every day to remind people like he's a gun on the mantle now. Right. Um, And we have to remind people that that's there and it could still, you know, somebody could grab it and fire.
3: Right. And I am a fastidiously nonpartisan investigative he reporter. So. <laughs> He's not part of this. He's not partisan. It's it's fine. Um, we fight about that
0: sometimes. We do. Yeah. We do. So that's so interesting. What a weird way of saying you're a hardcore Trump supporter, Ronan. I didn't and a, that, that I, has wow, to be you, a you Figured me out. Tom Brady over Figured here. Yeah, Brady you, over here. Real Finally quickly, the secret's r- out. Real quickly, Ronan, um if you just want to reveal the name of your like sort of most secret source and then we can move on to advice <laughs> calls. <laughs> no okay we're not gonna do that um, you, you know
3: they like some, some of them really do have like deep throat style crazy secret names that they give themselves do you ever that, get or, a... or that have been in documents or something for whatever reason i think people i think even the the players in big super secret political stories like the drama of it a little bit so they they want that kind of a title
0: right right do they ever call with one of those voice machines i've gotten that no,
2: yeah. you haven't.
3: <laughs> I have gotten that,
2: but it was Everyone's just John. So dr- Everyone's so dramatic. It was, it was just, me.
0: It was, <laughs> it was John a playing a prank. <laughs> that I'll say I'll say yes to the proposal. <laughs> um, what do you? What?
1: I'm distracted because Ronan looks like young Brad Pitt with his hair long. He's
3: I just please more of this energy <laughs> in my life. Thank you, thank I, you. I got so, I got some when the the long hair was first uh, made public. First disclosed, right. I got Made I got public. some like Ellen DeGeneres, it's, which also is flattering, but it, not what I was aiming no. for. I not like exactly the hair the like target.
2: this. I, I actually really I really do like the hair like this. I I, I it sounds like a, I'm gonna caveat that I'm not. I love the hair like this. Uh, <laughs> I I will say, but no, there's no. He but. doesn't like
3: change. So I don't I have like to sell change. him on every but, new <laughs> but, hair face.
2: But, but um. I will say something that has been true from the very beginning. This is better looking than I need or want. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I, like this is very stressful to have around. Sure. I sure. hear you. He's like I'm. I'm almost ready to do the podcast. Like almost ready. Like we're a year into quarantine. He's young Brad Pitt, and I look like Ted Kaczynski. It oh, is very frustrating. frustrating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you. Uh, it's a. It's a beautiful thing that you have each other. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're glad to have you on. Should we? Uh, yeah, I,
1: let's share some of this love and help some of these people um, who probably are more lost than than you guys are. Okay, All right.
0: So let's... I make no guarantees
3: that my advice can be helpful. Have you guys destroyed a relationship on this program? Uh, positively,
0: before? absolutely, for sure. We, <laughs> right, no, right, we because we did a stage show for a long time where we just it was no real advice. It was only comedy where we'd bring people up on stage and kind of troubleshoot their relationship and just make fun. And we definitely got emails like a year later, like that relationship did not end up working out, but it was the best thing for me or whatever. (laughs) But we were certainly the catalyst that split. We were wondering about you guys if this was going to happen. You seem as solid as when we called you on the Zoom.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So far. Yeah.
1: Let's call Allie in North Carolina and we're going to get to see her too.
0: Okay, here we go. And you know, this advice can be as sincere or as make funny as you want. It's your, it's really huh. your world.
1: Make funny, you say that? Make yeah, funny it's a new thing funny. I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> make
0: funny. Thing. I like it. Never, never get on a text chain if you're a cruise and make funny. <laughs> Allie.
1: Hi, Allie. Hey. Hi. It's Natasha Legero, Moshe Casher, and we're here with our friends, John Lovett and Ronan Farrow.
0: Hi, Allie. Hi.
1: Hey.
0: How's it going? How can we help you?
4: Um, Yeah, so my question is actually about long distance relationships. Um, So my girlfriend and I go to college on opposite coasts. Um, I'm in North Carolina and she's in uh, Vancouver. Um, (laughs) We met in high school, but then we went to school in totally different places. And like, we normally traveled to each other over breaks. Um, I was supposed to go up last summer and she normally comes home for Christmas, but like, because of the pandemic we've been separated kind of indefinitely. So, I mean, we're pretty used to it at this point, um, but it still really sucks. So like, um, especially uh Renan and John, I know you guys were long distance like before the pandemic. I was wondering if you had any tips for making it um suck less. <laughs> what
3: do, what do we do long distance that for, That's that's a tough situation. That that's been tough for us at times. Uh mm-hmm. but it is surmountable. Uh yeah. we me, this may not apply if you like Natasha are are video game averse, but uh, we play a lot of very violent video games, <laughs> long distance, uh-huh. <laughs> just just blood and guts and murdering monsters together.
2: Yeah, like because we could
3: the Bloodborne, mm-hmm. uh, Dark Souls, mm-hmm. Diablo three. Mm-hmm. I recommend all of these. As those are truly the for... most
0: the most bloody, most violent you can go.
3: Mm-hmm. They're pretty. They're pretty violent.
2: I think I think that what we liked all the, those are those are cooperative games. Um, and it's great to, you can be on the phone for hours while doing this cooperative thing together. And it's like, it does, it, it feels nice to be doing an activity together while across the country. It sort of is, it creates a little bit of an illusion. Um, my serious, first of all, you, you think you're going to make it with this person you're in yeah, yeah, we're gonna make right. it. Because if you're long distance, because it's a listen. If you're gonna be long distance from someone you met in high school through college and yeah. then break up right when you're in the same city, that means you fucked up college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so just
4: like, I'm just checking.
2: Okay, so
4: I. No, we're say, good. Like, we have both got we've got one year left, and you know we've been strong through all this, so I think we're we're good.
2: Because my my one one thing that I have come to learn, it's actually been applicable during the pandemic, because I think we're all kind of in a long distance relationship with society. Which is like, which is that like distance is rarely the proximate cause of a problem, but Mm -hmm. it's always a cause. And so, like, Mm -hmm. when there's tension or when there's an issue or when there's some reason you're not getting along or you don't feel connected, it will be about something that person said, it will be about something they did or didn't do. It will seem like it's like endemic to the relationship, but like, don't forget. That the distance doesn't announce itself as like the cause of the problem, but it really is. And like, I think we have some, we have, I I think really like some of the hardest times for us came when when we were both, when we really were apart for longer than we should have been and weren't, I think, being generous enough when we were talking to recognize like that was causing problems. We just fight more when we're apart. we just fight more. We We just fight more. And I, and so like, just like sincerely, like giving each, like reminding each other to be generous and to not escalate because a lot of the like pressure relief valves of of being a couple aren't there in the same way that I think like working has been harder keeping in touch with people we love during this pandemic has been harder because all the things we do the like the grease on the gears uh is -hmm. not available so that would be my sincere advice
1: it's funny because mine is almost the opposite of Ronan's which is I would start don't
0: play video
2: games
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would I would start writing letters to each other
4: Oh, yeah, that's really sweet. Because
1: I've done that that before. (laughs) And, you know, you can I mean, it doesn't have to happen all the time, but it's just like one other avenue to get excited about when you come check the mailbox, because that's what it is, right? You want to have more romantic feelings and more excitement. How do you generate that? No,
0: But I think actually all three of you are saying something that feels like a. I know you hate these, John, but an arc of how you keep something going, which is, you know, you're speaking to romance. Ronan is spe- Ronan's suggestion of video games is speaking to what sounds like intimacy. And John is, is speaking to, you know, the e- emotional health of a relationship, which is kind of like the whole package of what a relationship is, like romance in the letter, you know, being aware of what of what the problem actually is and not allowing it to overwhelm you by be, not being conscious of the problems that will come up in, in, inherently in a long distance relationship. And then spending time together. Like when you were saying that, Ronan, I was thinking there's a difference between, I love the suggestion of video games, not necessarily video uh, violent ones, because there's a difference between talking and spending time together like when you're on a zoom or on the phone you're expected to oh we must talk we must continue this chat and we must get somewhere when you're sitting back and you're just winning round after round of apex (laughs) legends which is what i would suggest (laughs) you're like all you're doing is hanging out you're hanging out and that is where kind of intimacy comes from that's all i i I, so I, i your wisdom all three of your wisdom was resonant to me i have nothing to add personally because I don't. My only relationship with long distance relationships is that I had like twenty five of them in order to stay out of having a real relationship. <laughs> I feel like you get you get one one long distance relationship is a beautiful love story. Two plus is a pathology, and that's what I had. So I got nothing more.
2: And couldn't you guys? Couple, do a couple like of them, them were prisoners. I'm oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very long couldn't that's you guys also thing. do
1: like a zoom dinner or something or like just do like a special evening kind of thing? we did that
4: on valentine's day and it was really nice that's um, nice
1: you could also watch a movie together start it at the same time and then have a discussion about it afterwards
0: yeah these <laughs> are all these are all good and also we've been talking a lot about famous sayings uh never get on text thread when you're a cruise <laughs> i don't remember what the second one was but I, I i know that the third oh the third oh funny funny funnyism or whatever it was the third one is a classic is if you have an option move to Canada every time so you should be heading in that direction
4: <laughs> okay
1: uh, was that helpful <laughs> yeah sounds great
0: oh and one
3: practical suggestion that occurs to me for the dinners is I did I planned a dinner where like there's services now where you can kind of you can get place settings and a whole nice thing that comes in a box and you can come to each of you right you could get you could each get a, a box of stuff
4: yeah that's really cool I didn't
2: know about that yeah, eventizing go. things. Eventizing—that's
3: yeah. uh-huh. a
0: word we're using Ooh, I now. I like that. Simultaneous, simultaneously, simultaneously uh, beautiful and horrifyingly disturbing <laughs> uh, business venture, isn't it? It's <laughs> <Yeah>. like... <laughs> I mean the, the
3: implications of it are maybe not great, but they work for me. <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> gestures. Nice. The point is gestures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. find excuses to eventize. Did
0: you say the point is Just- that's, that's Just- who gestures? Gestures. That's what you. Mar- that's who you're <laughs> marrying
3: yeah gestures. I'm uh, a clown. gestures and yeah. and gestures. Moshe, good, good, Moshe, good point. I'm a clown.
0: We're all <laughs> clowns, all of us except for Alex Alexandra and uh, you, Ronan. So okay, here we go. Thank you very much uh, for calling in, and we hope it was helpful.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> nice meeting
0: you.
1: You too. Bye.
0: I guess she knew that you guys were going to be on the call because I was wondering why she was so. She was very nonchalant. And then she's like, chill. Now, I, now I know the two of you have this specific history. <laughs>
3: she wanted a better booking. Let's be real. Allie was holding <laughs> out for no, actual... No, no, no.
0: I think she was trying to keep it cool. I think that's what it was. I think
1: this was specifically for you guys because she knew that you had that experience somehow. She
0: was very lovely and I'm bullish
3: about the relationship. That seems- It will work,
0: it will happen. But the two, uh, honestly, the three of you all gave just such great advice, I think that that-
1: I I, I will say a a version of a long distance relationship would be my ideal. (laughs) Oh, fuck you. (laughs)
0: Well, This is
3: the other thing. I have found the distance is, (laughs) well, he's giving me a look that suggests I better be careful what I say here. (laughs) I, I think it's like, it's it's okay for sustainability. You know, well, I mean, we do fight more when we're apart, but also it's exciting when we're together. And I don't know, I don't mind the bi-coastal thing that much.
1: Well, Moshe used to go on the road like every Thursday and he'd be back Sunday. And that was perfect. Because then I would have like, you know, two days to kind of do my own thing, watch whatever I want, order any kind of food I want, pay $20 to rent movies, and he wouldn't fight me about it. And then mm-hmm. he, I'd start to miss him by Sunday.
0: <laughs> well... Th- I think that's the real problem is that our our cycle has been so disrupted. Like built into the relationship was and that sounds like the same with you. Built into our relationships is this like, goodbye, my road love. I will see you when you <laughs> <Yeah>. return. <laughs>
2: yeah. I will there's been so we we yeah, we have been yeah, a lot of togetherness. Uh we've had one little um uh repeated source of tension, which is about, and this is very small and very silly, but um when we both want to use the the weights and mat at the at the same time <laughs> and and my, and like and even when we have enough we've now have two sets of weights but and this is he doesn't feel this way working out is my time and i would like to do it alone i don't want to do it next next to him that's my time you know oh.
3: excuse me for wanting to share things
2: <laughs> but that's an example just sort of like i like i normally like there's a lot of time where i would have my own routine and now our routines are quite melded um and that's been uh, uh at times a, a small I'm with small you. I,
1: I I want my own space. I want my own towel. He tries to use my toothbrush. I'm like I I can't
0: go there. I think we should contextualize it. Natasha and I are on the rocks and very much not in love. <laughs> it's I, over. I, we didn't we didn't fill you in on that before. I didn't want to say I made, but I could
3: tell it seems I, like I'm it. realizing
0: now it would have made this whole conversation make more sense. <laughs>
3: oh, that makes sense. That
2: makes sense. This okay. is this is a dead relationship. This is a that's final right. episode. <laughs> right.
3: The toothbrush sharing—that's a bridge too far. That's uh, toothbrush is tough. He there's a, there's some sheet issues. I mean that's a classic, obviously. But oh, the blanket, the blanket, the, he, the blanket. Oh, I'm a, the blanket. I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. Okay, it's a, cha- like a, a challenging, challenging like <laughs> to move <laughs> forward. I'll want to amazed, move on. A we can make like,
0: another call. Let's do another call.
3: <laughs> I like to a move. A lot forward. of lying diagonally across the bed <laughs> in a very inconvenient way.
2: I sleep like a troubled person. All right. Let's
0: move forward. (laughs) We're going to do one one more call. Uh, We have Amanda calling from St. Paul, Minnesota. We just
1: interviewed Bonnie McFarlane and Rich Voss, and they have separate bedrooms, and they were like, highly recommend. (laughs) (laughs)
3: No, no. I <laughs> I keep, I'm getting another warning look so I'm just not going to apply
1: it on
0: that at all. Ronan,
1: I want it so bad. You can have I it. G- I get
0: okay. it. <laughs> Hi there, Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hiya, Amanda.
1: Hello. Um, oh, it's Natasha Leggero, Moshe Kasher, and we're here with John Lovett and Ronan Farrow.
5: Hi, guys.
2: Hi. Hi.
5: Nice to meet you. You too.
0: What's going on? How can we help?
5: Well, <laughs> um, my husband is a little bit Nuts, no, I shouldn't say that. Um, so we're basically on the same page about most things. He voted Biden, he's not super into politics, you know. He he didn't vote in 2016, I roll. Um, he <laughs> um and I'm I'm an activist, I'm out knocking on doors, I'm making phone calls, that kind of thing, and he doesn't get it, he just totally doesn't get it. But he likes to troll me with like right-wing conspiracy theories, so he follows all these right wing conspiracy theorist on Twitter and tries to act like he doesn't like he's like I don't follow these people but did you hear what's happening on March 4th mm. well if you don't follow them then how do you he's like I don't follow any of these people well that's not how Twitter works if they just show up on my feed he says that's not how Twitter works you have to follow these people in order for them to be on your feed and then as my blood pressure slowly rises up 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 He just laughs and, you know, just like rolls his eyes and thinks it's funny. And he doesn't just do it to me. Like on election day, he sent our 10 year old son a picture of a ballot with Donald Trump circled in. And luckily, my 10 year old is smart and saw the watermark on the photo. It was like, okay, dad, you're super funny. Yeah, we know you're not voting for Donald Trump. You're whatever. So he's like trolling the family, kind of.
0: Yeah, that's what it sounds like.
5: I don't know why he thinks it's so funny, but it drives me crazy. And it's like to the point where we fight. Like we have to I have to leave the room because I will scream at him because I just can't take how angry it makes me that he thinks it's so funny. It's not funny. The Capitol was stormed on January 6th. It's not this is not funny.
0: By Antifa, to be clear. (laughs) But yeah, I saying. (laughs) Um, wait, okay, got it. John, what? I feel like this is John. Oh, wait, no, Ronan, you want to jump in. Go, go, go.
3: Well, I, my question is is more about the question. H- how far does this joke go, Amanda? Did Did he breach the Capitol?
0: The <laughs> I'm here to troll my wife. I'm here to troll my
2: wife. This is hilarious. I don't are, mean this. This is ironic. Are you married to Alex
3: Jones is my question.
5: <laughs> I don't think so. I, I don't think so. He,
2: well, that's he, like,
3: a positive. No, no I'm it. not.
5: Doesn't go that far. And I do, I mean, he, he does not believe in that. He, he, he totally was against that. He, we, we, we talked about it in depth about how it should not have happened and how wrong it was. And yet, mm-hmm. is it hilarious to get my blood boiling about these crazy things that these people are saying? And it's like, what is happening on March 4th? I don't even know. Cause I don't go down that that path. I Got don't want to know. Don't even, don't even tell me, but they, something,
2: something.
0: I hope not. I hope whatever. I, I have nothing. <laughs> nothing is.
5: They, you know, they think something is, but I don't
0: know. All right, John. What do you think? You look like you're pensive.
2: So,
1: can uh, I ask you a question, John? First. Yeah. Well, do you? Because I, I fight with Moshe about this. Do you have zero tolerance for Trump supporters? Because uh,
2: <laughs> I, I feel like I do. Well, I don't. I guess I don't know. Like, um, I don't have any. I think that if you have been through the previous four years and you come to the conclusion that we should have more of what we just had, that's Mm -hmm. a really tough thing for me to get over. Um, I think that like I think like as a person, like I don't it would be very difficult for me at this point to be able to have a respect, like to not have a severe problem with a person in my life. Um, I don't know that I would be able to cut them from my life, but it would not be something I would just ignore. It would be a big problem that I'd want to talk about and have to you think through um i don't think that that is the case i think anyone there are people in my life that voted for donald trump in 2016 or considered voting for donald trump in 2016 but i think 201 were um chastened and ultimately voted for biden um as a i think we like as a pol- like in our politics i think we need to always be remember like we just need to win and sometimes i i don't i'm not trying to win over hardcore ma- ma- maga people but 75 74 million people voted for Donald Trump that's terrifying anything we can do to pull off to, to show a big group of those people that there's a better way I think is worth trying so I like I don't think I don't know if that's tolerating it's not disregarding without being at all tolerant of the vote um I guess like my question for you Amanda is um like you know He's pretending, but you know, there's like an old saying: like, be careful what you pretend to be, because you are what you pretend to be. Like, there's something like alluring to him about this worldview, right?
5: <laughs> That's what I worry about. That's what I worry uh, about. He's down this rabbit hole. Like, something is pulling him in, because his eyes kind of light up when he talks about this. You know what I mean? It's like, this isn't funny. This isn't. And I don't, Ronan. He didn't go to the Capitol. He was not there. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs>
0: We don't know the full ledger. We don't know the full ledger of who was there at this point. I mean, I think it's so
2: smart of you to direct that at Ronan, who could expose him at any moment.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can give you his phone number. He might might open up to you. I can give you his phone number
3: if you want. Well, it's it's interesting that you you talk about this that. I have actually, in my reporting, talked to a lot of people who really did go down a rabbit hole and become radicalized online. It's a real phenomenon. It's not unique to this moment. It's what you see at various moments in history uh, around various extremist movements. It's not that distant from what you see with, you know, ISIS recruits, which happened to people, you know, from the comfort of their homes all around the world. Uh, there's content that's really designed to hook people in various ways. And it it's gamified in really smart ways in this case. Things like, you know, QAnon are specifically targeted to draw people in. And, you know, I, I think you're right to be concerned because there are absolutely cases where people, despite the misgivings of family and friends around them, start out thinking it's a joke and then it becomes something
0: more than that. It's like, I came ironically, I stayed sincerely. That, that happens a lot. And It's like the fist bump, you know? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, back um, in the day, to be a terrorist, you had to leave your couch, go to a meeting, a clandestine meeting, get a newsletter, meet up with other people. You know, you had to like go to a clan rally in a hood. Now you just like kick back, flip on your CompuServe. That's what the <laughs> internet service provider yeah. I have. And you just like wait for the propaganda to come to you. John, what were you going to say? I mean, I have a pitch. So, uh, I think that it, I, I I have a one,
2: two, I have a two step process. See how this feels. I'm trying it out. Step Mm -hmm. one is a sincere conversation about how upset this makes you that you don't find it funny, that, that even if he means it as a joke, it makes you, it reminds you of things that you find actually really upsetting and that you don't want to see it anymore. It really hurts your feelings. I think you should be really straight and honest about that. Now tell me step two, uh tell me if I'm wrong. First of all, when your when your husband gets a text, does it pop up on his phone? Like does it does it show up on the home screen? I think so. Great. That's that's helpful here. I just just <laughs> just judging by what you're saying, like I don't think he's the kind of person that like would like to have hardcore gay pornography popping up on his phone at random moments. And I think you need to have a carrot and stick. I think the carrot is an honest and decent conversation between two people who love each other before your husband goes down a bad road. I think the second step is if he's going to send you this shit every single time (laughs) you reply with a gif of completely, ultimately uh, uh,
0: harmless, beautiful. Hardcore gay pornography. I love it. Wow. I love it. And the weirder, actually... the weirder, the weirder, the better. Like let's say That's like a,
4: advice. let's say you like a,
0: let's it. say like a Legolas figure, just fucking Jerry Seinfeld. You know what I mean? Oh well, we've,
3: we've just gotten a little window <laughs> into your fantasies. He's directing that. That no, I did not need. He's,
2: he's coming, you know, you're, you don't understand. Or maybe I did <laughs> actually.
3: Thank you for having me on.
2: He's coming at us. Don't you understand what he's doing, Ronan? He's coming at us. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: Amanda, does he tease you about other stuff too? is it your dynamic?
5: Not really. Um I think maybe it's cuz I'm so passionate about this stuff and I it's something I care about so much that he just that's the thing he can pick to just maybe he thinks he's just trying to find a thing we can laugh about but it is not funny. Well, that. maybe
1: when you do step 1 of John's advice, you know, you know, honey, it's you know, I, I like teasing, you know, I like playing, you know, if you want to make fun of me in other ways or you want I don't know or you know, I'm open to us having like a fun roasting session of each other sometimes or whatever your dynamic is. Like, you know, it's not about that. It's about like, I really find this stuff dangerous and, and everything that John was saying. And and you can even say, you can say a lot of people come ironically and they stay and it's misinformation. And, and I'm worried about you, but you know, I, I I know that, you know, also given the benefit of the doubt, I know you're kind of doing it to rattle me, but it's actually really doing harm.
0: But that's, that's, that was my take on this. It's like, if you strip away the sensationalism of the concurrent political moment that we're living in, that it's Trump and it's QAnon and it's MAGA, all these like big topics, really, this is a story about your husband being a jerk. (laughs) like just not being considerate <laughs> right. and, and doing and he knows something you care a lot about. And he's decided to like poke a hole in it and make you angry and upset. So if this wasn't about Trump, but it was some other thing that you cared a lot about, like you were in the church or you were into, you know, the Girl Scouts and every week you were getting a message from him like, eh, did you hear there is no God, you know, over and over and over again, you go, well, why are you doing this to me? And like it's- also,
1: how amazing is it that she has a 10 year old child and she's kind of, you know, showing him modeling this behavior of like activism and trying to help make a difference. And you can also say that to your husband, like this is really important to me to model this and to, you know, let him see the kid. How he should be because your kid's generation, that's all we
5: have left. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> it's quite literally true.
5: I'm guiding him the right way. He yes. will not be down those rabbit holes at all. <laughs> I like Good.
0: I like John's advice. Yeah. I think some punishment because he's punishing you for one what reason yeah. I could not know for being you know what he's punishing you for is for caring. And that's like yeah. petty and small and not what you want from your love, right? That doesn't right. sound like loving behavior. So a punishment back, I think good. And then I think step three, if I could add, would you accept addendums to your uh, plan, John?
2: I would welcome them.
0: Okay. I would say step three is probably seeing a, a third, an actual third party, like a professional, like a therapist, so that <laughs> you can say, this is how this feels to me. And he can hear it in a right. way that it, like, this isn't a game to me. This sucks. I hurt. Stop, yeah. please. Yeah
5: that makes sense yeah thanks
1: guys all right all right well thanks amanda thank you see you later good sorry good it's so
0: cold there
2: Hi, amanda thank you
0: maga maga <laughs> um
1: that was a very stressful question <laughs>
0: it was stressful that it felt productive felt so... i think yes. you guys gave her some some good advice i honestly think john your two-step thing was good it was like you start as an adult and then you pivot to to like okay oh. well you want to play let's play
3: all his two-step plans uh, have step two, gay porn. <laughs> it's, a <lot> of <laughs> plans.
2: it's a lot of my step twos. A lot of my step twos. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a well I go back to. <laughs> well, you guys
1: have been awesome. You had such good advice, I really feel good. like.
0: The two of you clearly... Sometimes we can tell based on the uh, cogentness of the... Uh, uh, Cogents? Cogents of the advice how good the relationship is. And I felt like that here. Like... You you have figured these things out for yourselves, I, and, and they
1: know who they are, and they're making it work based on that. And I think that that's like all I, we can hope for. I
0: love that. Uh, I know you love sincerity, John. Can I tell you just <laughs> ten of the things I love most about you? Um, I mean, this is it's a, it's nice. a work
3: in progress. That's very thank kind thank you. you. Very Natasha. kind. This of you felt like a very say. safe space.
0: Yeah. well the internet yeah public broadcast when do we start uh, other, <laughs>
3: other than the legolas jerry seinfeld thing which really was only being about Stop you. reminding me about it
1: <laughs> well everyone i want to read this book now too
0: yes let's uh, uh uh let's say that we're all going to read each other's books and <laughs> right. um i want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast and uh John, you know, I'll probably pop up on yours sometime in the future. Yeah, uh, thanks for having us. This yeah, is thank you, thank thanks, you, guys. I appreciate it. Thank okay. you so much. Bye. You guys have been great. Bye. Bye. Well, they were so sweet and so smart. I, and
1: I'm envious of people in like the romantic part of their relationship.
0: Well, they're engaged. They're deep in the thing. What do you mean? What? Do you... No, no I My God! Every time. <laughs>
1: no i mean like the engagement like the, the honeymoon fun- phase yes mean? that's what i was like Oh, the was-
0: endless- i <coughs> thought we had more of an endless honeymoon personally
1: no when we were on our honeymoon it felt endless
0: <laughs> <laughs> well natasha yes uh yeah no they were great you know what i the the to me the pivot point of their whole relationship was was when they said like we made this agreement that our careers were going to be super important to one another And you said, it's so beautiful you found each other. I was thinking the same thing. Like, wow, it's so rare that you have these compatible – they're difficult – Most human beings would find it difficult to be in a relationship with a person who was, you know, like an investigative journalist at that level that required that much of their energy or a a podcaster and political commentator comedian that required that much of their energy. Most human beings in the world could go, I can't do that because I'd always be second fiddle. So So for the two of them to have found each other feels very synchronistic. Yes. And then you and I, well, that's got its own synchronicity as well
1: synchronicity i love it
0: um well you know you love synchronicity i think you know what i love what you oh
1: well, i love you too